Oh, there you are. Come join us for an evening of Monday. The Monday, that is. Enterprise at 8. That's right. It's Enterprise at 8. This is Live Long and, uh, well, it's Live Long and Podcast, actually. Uh, Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch Series. It's been about, ooh, hmm. I'm going to go with around 20 years. 20 years? That's right, Trip. 20 years since uh, our episode Observer Effect first aired. But we're just getting started here at Enterprise at 8. I'm Jody Simpson. And along with me is not Adam because Adam decided he had better things to do than join us. I can't think of anything that's better than being with you guys, but Adam found something. He found something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but anyway. But, of course, joining not Adam and me tonight is, of course, Live Along and Podcast Awesome Producer, the one, the only, Dave. There you Hello. Are, Dave. I don't Hello. have very good intros. I'm just here to observe. Yeah, I thought how, you were. Are you how, is the, how is this compared to other podcasts you've hosted, Jody? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, How know. are you feeling? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gotcha. But thank you. But thank you for asking anyway. <laughs> and of course, who could forget the immortal Kevin Millard. Who is also a fussy baby. Very fussy baby. Fussy baby. Yes. <laughs> Davin couldn't come. Uh... Yeah. Devin, Devin might join us, but I don't think he's going to, but we'll see, uh, to take, uh, Oh, not that one. The man's place there, but uh, unfortunately, was, uh, Adam couldn't be with bit. us. He's currently traveling. That was a good bit at the beginning, Dave. That was high comedy. It was good. Good job. I worked on that. I worked on that. I was thinking about it. You know, because I was, I was like, what can we but reference in the? But does how how does it make you feel, Kevin? Warm and tingly. Okay. Good. Like a fussy baby. Like a fussy baby. <laughs> yeah, because Devin was going to join us, but then he said, "Oh no, I, my babies are too fussy." Well, that's what happens when you have babies. That's what happens. Yeah. That's why I, I don't have them. Well, there you go. Well, you've done your time. <laughs> Anymore. I've done my time. We've all done our time here. Yes. Uh, but Davin is currently still time. doing his time. Yes. So, and he will be uh, for the foreseeable future. So, <laughs> Speaking of time, I think it's time to uh, get into the observer effect. Uh, let, yeah, let's get it. Kevin, the Enterprise super fan. I am uh, now. Yeah. I've, I've I'm really actually pointing. It's, it's 18 years since this episode. Button. That's why we say about out. And he was Not also saying you sounded like a Chucky or a creepy clown to start off, Jody. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yes, I would too. I would. Yeah. All right. I got All a right. new, we call it a puff, Sam. You're from the East Coast. Come on. That's uh, uh, a comforter to me. So. Yeah, I'm not totally sure how this is uh, pertinent to the conversation, but, but it's right. a view askew. Go to vashl.com, Sam. You'll learn all about it. There you all go. Right. All, right. all right. Yeah. Observer effect. Observer effect, which is the 86th episode of this series. And next week, by the way, we're going to be doing a three-parter. Uh, we got okay. another three-parter coming up. So just to, just to warn you guys, uh, <laughs> this episode is about a pair of non-physical Organians. Is it Organians? Organians, Organians, Organians. I think is pro Organians. Okay, study the response of the Enterprise crew to an infection of Hoshi and Tucker by a fatal silicon-based virus brought on board during an away mission. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think I maybe have had glimpses of this before. I don't think I've ever watched this thing start to finish. I would say I enjoyed this. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's a bottle episode, and I think it's one of my preferred bottle episodes, uh, if, you know, because uh, no guest stars. They pretty much only use the Enterprise set. I think they only do, right? There's a, yeah. there's maybe one exterior space shot. Um, then that's it. Like, it's, you know, it's it's mostly relying on this cast to carry it, which they do. I think that uh, Travis Mayweather is more interesting in Organian form than he ever has been. Absolutely. I was going to actually point. mention that. Yeah. But Anthony Montgomery can actually do stuff when you give him something to do, but apparently they can't figure out how to write his character proper. So they can only write him when he's possessed. By and, and the we only way now, you can make, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kim. We know now for sure. It's the writers, not him. <laughs> yeah it's the writers sure. yeah i don't understand why they can't figure out anything to do with him but they and don't the other thing the other thing that was fantastic about this episode <clears throat> is malcolm has a personality that's decent when he's being taken over by not an alien form. yeah when he's not being malcolm but yeah 
Uh, but he is, I don't know, because this, this first um, scene we get, guys, uh, to start off the the teaser for the episode, um, starts off with this chess game, you know, between what we think is Mayweather and Reed. Um, I thought, because, like, you're sitting here going, well, these two have never played chess before in this show. And, you know, the two are just, saying, and then as the dialogue continues, we're like, oh. Well, yeah, it's yeah. It, it, at first, it's because um, it seems like it's just these two, and then he eventually says, "My host" or something, and there's kind of it gets weird, right? Yeah. Um, but it seems like the knowledge of Reed and of Mayweather is contained within them, and yes. so therefore, the the Organian possessing Reed is better off at chess than than the one possessing Mayweather. Yeah. Um, but uh, so. I guess they do have some, they do gain some knowledge through this process or whatever. Um, and then we find out, then there's some, there's a line here that kind of get, gets the, the tension gets higher because uh, Mayweather says, Oh, does somebody always die on these missions? And then <laughs> Malcolm's like, Oh, yeah, always somebody. You know, <laughs> somebody's always dead. You know? Secretly, all of us when he said that was like, I hope it's him. Yeah. Uh, well, it isn't. This was, this was a great, a great teaser. Like yeah. they should it was teach a good this. Teaser, in, yeah. They should teach this in school for teasers. It was perfect compared to the well, one we got in the last episode. Yeah, the last episode know. teaser wasn't very yeah. good, but right. Uh, so Star Trek Enterprise, uh, and then you know we come back after the, the credits. You know, been a long road and all that. The shuttle pod coming up from the surface. Hoshi and Trip. Um, what's she pulling out? Garbage, I guess, from her hair because they. Yeah, were going there's through... like. Yeah. yeah, they were going through something to get Klingon garbage or something. Yeah, it was like a garbage scow or something like that. They were looking through. Yeah. Title card for Observer Effect. Uh, is the, the, the name enhances, and then as they're coming up, they uh, Trip immediately gets starts to get sick. It seems like he starts coughing. He's on the floor, down for the count, and Hoshi's forced to jump into the con and take over and fly the shuttle back into the bay, uh, which he's only done in simulations, apparently. So they have the yeah. ability to shoot a huge starship out into the unknown. They have warp drive and everything, but they don't have some sort of just crazy autopilot that they can use at this point. Like, like why, does, why is it such a big deal that she has to fly it? Like there's a guy half dead on the fucking on the thing. Like you'd think you'd want her to be dealing with that first, but I don't know. Nope. Gotta fly the gotta gotta fly the ship. Gotta I fly guess the it's all manual. I guess it's all manual. It's all analog. It's the twenty second century. So um which is more advanced than now, but who knows? Um Anyway, so it's a little bit ominous. Trip is sick. So they say, well, you head to decon. And then there's more looks here between Travis and Reed, as we know, possessed by the Organians. And it's not always good to be Travis and Reed. It's sometimes. No, it's that's be... the other thing that's nice about this episode is we don't get just these two observing the entire time. It turns into other people. Right. Which is also, cool. also, later on, calls them, uh, the alien calls them both unimportant. Yes. Like they, yes. they were like, we're in these bodies because these two are unimportant. Unimportant to the, to the task. <laughs> to yeah. the current, to well, the because situation. it kind of makes sense because those two people really wouldn't have anything to do with yeah. with like a plague hitting or something like that. Right. Like, you know, unless like you're going to fly the ship somewhere, Mayweather has nothing to do. Unless yeah, you're going to shoot something. And Reed as for has security, to do. you know, security isn't the only thing you need to worry about in those type of events. So, yeah. But kind of makes but sense. The, but, but there is an intruder involved. So, anyway, so, uh, so, you know, um, Trip and Hoshi end up in decon. Uh, you know, Trip's Trip, Trip's in pretty rough uh, shape here. The Steve, the Reeves Stevens couple co-wrote this episode, by the way. Um, and uh, did Martin. did you happen to catch the line where they said they don't need to use the decon gel? No. Yeah, I'm like, there you go, Kevin. Why don't no they have to use it? Oh, because they just retired it as a gag. Well, it, it just, it, he's like, should we grab the, uh, the decon gel? And he's like, no, <laughs> Flox tells them no. I'm like, oh, okay. Because we were talking about that the other day where it was like, you know, do they do this anymore in the series? And the answer is no, but I guess. At no, this point, I, oh, I, I don't think that the showrunner at this time wanted to get into that stuff, but, yeah. um, it was a it really would have messed with the tone of this episode. I think if. If and, yeah, if all of a sudden we have the stripped down Hoshi and Trip and they're down. rubbing each other. Oh, they're supposed yeah. to be like sick, but then they're supposed to be rubbing each other all sexy. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. kind of makes sense. Probably a good call. Um, 
anyway, so they get saying, oh, yeah, and and we no think Hoshi's okay. So they because Flox gives them like the med kits to take blood samples and stuff, and then she 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 has to run to the bathroom and start throwing up. Yeah, she starts uh, throwing up instead of coughing, which is kind of weird. But... Yeah, because it affects them differently. Um, and uh, yeah, they're, they're in rough shape here. So, well, and Flox... he looks like he's cramping at that point. So maybe he is like ready to start talking. Maybe he's nauseous too. too. We don't know what all the symptoms are exactly. Yeah. But... Um, so then there's a little, um, there's, there's a scene here that comes after, but with, um, you know, Mayweather, the Organians in, in Mayweather and Reed talking and really through a series of conversations, you know, you always have one Organian who's usually it's played by Reed for the most of the episode. Who's the, who's yeah. the, by the book Organian wants to follow protocol. Well, this is a big, be like the boss as well, a big science experiment. And, and they also give us a lot of exposition about what this is all about, which is that the Organians didn't create this virus. It just happens to be on this planet. And as, as, as alien ships, corporeal aliens like humans, they mentioned Klingons, they mentioned Cardassians have been here too. Yeah. Um, that uh, they come to this you know thing. Someone gets infected and then they kind of observe how the crew of the of the ship handles it. So this yeah. is another such uh, example. Uh, but the the I young really the, enjoyed their their dialogue through the whole. Actually, thing. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like this is the only time I've ever seen these two have dialogue that actually wasn't cringy and and I actually enjoyed it. Like they, especially the banter between the two of them. Like you know, you have like Mayweather's character is like he. I guess he's like more of the entry level observer whereas uh, you know reed's character is like the the you know the observer that's seen everything you know like been, he's, been, he's, the veteran he's I the guess. veteran yeah and and, and i but i liked like all the way through they're they're like you said they're explaining about the klingons what the klingons yeah. did what the yeah. cardassians did in these situations right. and uh and what they've seen before like i really liked all of that that was yeah because i think the klingons just said you know screw it and they like threw their people off the ship or something they just, like they, that. They shut the shuttle down they just they didn't let the shuttle dock <laughs> yeah they're just like yeah fuck it yeah and i think he said the cardassians did manage to dock but then they got jettisoned into space so yes got, or something yeah. like that yeah Cardassians debated it for five more minutes than the klingons did or something so <laughs> i loved all of that yeah. Yeah. it was pretty good yeah so so we're getting more explanation so uh that the organians are here just to watch rats in a maze basically that's what, what yeah. we are to them here um and so back in decon there's uh trip and hoshi uh I, yeah and then may the organian mayweather sh pops by he's like hey how's the how's the sickness going you guys how do you guys feel compared to <laughs> yeah, other diseases? yeah like this was so ridiculous but i loved it <laughs> I, lo I love how he's like a kid at the window like, eh? he he's plays like... that perfect like yeah. what like, 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 fuck off Mayweather. Yeah, like, did, who gave you lines this week? What's happening? Yeah, you know? well, wait a second, you can speak. <laughs> right. They're like, no, we need to get some bread. And, and go back, go back a frame. Look at Hoshi's face. Hoshi's just like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've been throwing up my lungs and you're like sitting here bugging me. Like, yeah, you want you're all curious, are you? Yeah. So yeah, they're not too they're not too thrilled with it. Um and they not appear that way, no. Yeah, they're both just more and more annoyed. He's like, I only got a couple more questions. And then yeah, he just closes <laughs> the screen on him and throws him away. Uh in sick bay, uh Reed goes to see Flox. Um pretending I like, that he I like this awkward conversation though. I thought it was really well done. He pretends he has a headache or the starting of a headache, but then Flox is like, I'm not detecting anything that would give you a headache. He's like, it could get worse. You better it's better to be proactive. Yeah, he starts talking about like the blood cells and stuff. Yeah, like but that. he starts looking at the blood, the blood um uh tests that of for Hoshi and Trip uh and asking him questions, scientific questions and Flox is not too inclined to answer any of these to read either. Well, and Flox, I think, kind of has an idea something's going on, but he's not like totally there yet. He's still preoccupied with dealing with this problem. But yeah, I like, I don't think he's, he's that like suspicious that, here, but you know, he's not so. that suspicious, but he's definitely like, he's like, why are you here? Basically, like, you know, right. you're never here. Why are you here? Yeah. yeah, and he gives him he gives him like the plus, um the analgesic or whatever like the, for the headache, and yeah. then you know as he tries to ask him more questions about the decon, Flux plays it off like, well, you're just worried about the virus spreading because you have like um like a death wish. You're always wanting to know when you're going to die and how horrifically. So this yeah. tracks with your psychological profile. So out, he says, get the hell out of my sick bay, um, and, and, and sends him on his way. Uh, another scene back in Decon between uh, Trip and Hoshi, which I thought was good because these two characters haven't had a lot of 
time together. They don't interact a lot, no. No. Um, and so they start talking about their, a story she had when she was at the academy where she uh, ran I a love poker, this backstory. I a love poker this. game and she got she broke a senior officer's arm. And, yeah, she like beat the hell out of some guy and stuff like that. Yeah, really, so the, very cool. So she she tells the story and she actually got thrown out of Starfleet. Um she was only, she was only commissioned back because Archer wanted her. Because they needed somebody with her skills, but like it wasn't because she was the best uh candidate, I guess. So but, I guess they, that makes but if we knew that in season one, we probably would have been a little bit more easy on her because you know, she really was kind of other than doing the one thing she did, like the rest of the time she was crying about everything. So it was like, it's interesting to kind of see how that character really could have been a lot more mature if they actually thought of that back then. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I think they're, I think they've been trying to walk away from Hoshi the first season, like in the first season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This story, yeah, this story doesn't jive with who we met in the first season. Exactly. No. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. The first season, she's teaching. She's teaching English in Brazil, right? And, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and, she, and then she, Archer shows like up and says he needs her. At the time. But then she's, she's scared of everything, and like that's not the person who runs an illegal gambling. Well, and if you think, yeah, and if you exactly, but if you think about it, if you think about it, when we first saw her, yeah, she was in Brazil and she wasn't a commissioned officer or anything, and then all of a sudden she's now, you know, got a commission. So it she was at least on. She was sense. on like leave, or she was not in, act, in active service when Archer goes. And well, she her. wasn't active, which sounds like maybe it's because she was causing too much shit so who knows but I, yeah i i kind of like that backstory and i actually kind of yeah, respect no, like the character it. even more now you know yeah so it was it was nice. good and, and trip was kind of taken with the story too um and you know how i felt about hoshi in season one so yeah I didn't like the character at all so anyway but the next scene is with flocks and archer where flocks is like this disease is silicon based it's close to a virus and it's going to kill them in five hours um that's what so tell like, me the bad news so what's the bad news he's like yeah they're gonna die get ready um and so there's a transition and then back in the mess hall we got organian mayweather and reed um and through in this conversation and some other conversations, the, uh, the younger organian, the, 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 uh, he, you know, he's questioning things. He's like, maybe these humans are different than the Klingons, the Cardassians and the other species we've observed. But, uh, Reed keeps the reed organian keeps coming back to all the statistics, you know, yeah. 47% yeah. of well, and, the, and yeah. Even, even this, uh, even this organian is the, the young one is even saying we should help. Like, do we have to let them die? Yeah. This seems kind of dumb. Like, right. Yeah. And, and, and like, season dudes just like, yeah, we totally do. We totally do. That's what we do. This is yeah, what I've done. This is what we do. How many times have they done this? Like, it seems like a lot. So I think he actually over, mentioned like, he said over 800 years. Yeah. 800 years or so. 800 yeah. years. We don't have like how many times would you need to watch this experiment to come to a conclusion? Like, well, I, I think, th I think the experiment is more about how each, each race deals with it not necessarily the actual circumstance itself right so perhaps like, there's a better experiment oh i'm sure there is but they don't care <laughs> yeah no i guess they don't they um, start to care near the end of the episode but although you could you could talk about the prime directive and we maybe will at the end in terms of like you know how sometimes starfleet well, in the federation technically we still don't have a prime directive though no not at this time but you can i mean yeah. like in all of but in i Star get Trek. what you're saying yeah yeah, that like sometimes the prime directive requires inaction and sometimes that can lead to death, right? Yes. You have exactly. the power to do stuff. Yeah. So um anyway, so so I guess Archer goes to tell them in uh, goes to tell Trip, I guess, directly about the news that they're gonna die, uh, unless uh, they can find a cure. Um, so it's kind of a somber conversation. You know, Cap, uh, I really want to be uh, I really wanted to be all sweaty with Hoshi in a room, but uh, not like this. Do I look like I just got a water polo? Um, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, you came out of the pool. You're looking great. Um, Actually, anyway. I found this conversation and his con and Archer's conversation with Paul way later on really endearing. I really mm -hmm. thought they were they really nailed these scenes. Like, and like this is more this is the frustrating thing about I've this. ever seen. And that's like the, and that's the frustrating thing about this about this series is like in the fourth season we really see some good shit and and yeah. it's like and this is when they canceled it 
The, finally, these characters and, and maybe even these actors are really starting to connect with each other in more yeah. ways. And yeah, you're seeing that. But yeah, then when it just got when they just started to get a, on a bit of a roll, they you know it ended. So, it. Yeah. but it is yeah. what it is. But um, anyway, uh, Reed and Mayweather talk. May, or is it Ganians? It, it's more of the same. Where you know we need to intervene. We need to do something. And the Reed say no. Uh, here in Decon. Toshi and Trip getting bad. I can't remember what oh, specifically talked about here. They were just. Uh, they were I just, think they were talking about the movie. Yeah, they were talking about the movies. That's right. Um, I, I, Andromeda Strain. Yeah. It's about an extraterrestrial disease. It's an extraterrestrial disease. I love that uh, movie. Well, I just like how all of a sudden, though, Flocks and, yeah. and T'Pol are there. And well, and at this point, we don't know that they're now being they're now being manipulated by these guys right so right like, because like, why are they there <laughs> yeah because we don't know that the organians can jump bodies or will jump bodies so readily yeah um, and well, the organians is definitely so, not the right character but but to paul still is pretty close the organians before this right before this scene they do when they're talking the one says well there is one place we could go to observe or oh yeah we need to go yeah and so when you see them there, when I saw them there, I was like, oh, okay. I know who that is. Oh, I, I knew it was them, I but... I didn't catch on to that until they started talking. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I was he, was the the senior organian, was he in flocks? Is that why it was happening here? Um, uh, I believe I think he was. so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, again, they're just like, hey, how's it going? They're like, well, we feel a lot better if you were in, like, sick bay, actually trying to fight a cure yeah, for maybe us. doing something. <laughs> Instead of smiling at us weirdly you know, through chief a window. science officer there and, you know, the chief medical officer, maybe you two should fuck off and go figure this out. Like, yeah. We only have four you hours left. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> but so. I do maybe... like the fact that they actually say that to them. They're like, they yeah. basically say that, like, which is... Which is something you don't see in Star Trek episodes very often, like that type of condescending stuff. But yeah, he's like, well, yeah, I just like his reaction to to Mayweather earlier in this is kind of on the same vein. You're not like we don't have time for this, and you yeah, know we don't we have time for like you sitting here showing up and looking at us. Like just go do your right. shit and get it done. It sends them on their way, um, and then they have more conversations here to Paul and uh, Flocks as the Organians. Um, and then back on the bridge, um, Archer is working now with Reed and Mayweather, who are now, again, Organians. Uh, and they're talking about the crash site. They're basically figuring out that the Klingon shuttle had been had been destroyed uh, by the Klingon ship that had been here previously. Because uh, they were trying to call the Klingons. Find it. Like, Klingons have been here. Let's see if they ever found a cure. Um, and in the process, uh, I think they figure out that the Klingons just blew up the shuttle and never figured it out. They shot it uh, down, yeah. Yeah, maybe not worth a call to Kronos at this point. Um, try I would imagine the Klingons probably have call display. Yeah. They're we like, ah, oh, the Federation. Fuck them. I'm not picking it up. Probably. They send their junior advocate like they did uh, that guy to for Picard when Gowron wouldn't answer the phone. Um, <laughs> anyway, so back in Decon, uh, Hoshi starts being restless and sort of wakes up and doesn't she starts speaking all these languages and she's sort of in del she's delirious i guess is the the term uh yeah. trip trying to help her uh we cut back to the bridge where they explain that you know the klingons destroyed the shuttle blah 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 uh and then like mayweather says but if if they had found a cure you would ask them for it right and he's like yeah <laughs> what are you like retarded <laughs> on, on on broken knee or something or on bended knee on bended knee yeah. why like shouldn't like can't be in the 800 years they've been doing this that no other species is compassionate other than humans. It seems silly, but that does seem know. silly. Um, and the fact that they know everything that humans know, or that these two guys know, shouldn't they already know that? Uh, if they can play chess and whatever, That's um, true. you know, so a couple things that kind of, I go, huh? But you know, it's, it, it still works. Um, things that and, make you go, Hmm. Back to decon, uh, the uh, the the, um, the the deliriousness of uh, of Hoshi continues. Uh, she tries to break through, the, get out of the decon door, you know, which I guess other people who have been infected with this disease have done before. Uh, maybe it's one of the symptoms. Math is just another language. She's going to break the code of the um, of the door. Math is just another language, and she gets out into the the corridor here, and so Trip has to kind of like you know chase after her. 
in the hall. She's trying to. Why don't to... they have a manual lock? I don't know. Like you'd think somebody would be able to like lock the bulkheads manually, so that way, even if you can break the computer, you'd still have to like have the key. You know, yeah. like it, it well, just seems so simple. But that would anyway. solve this, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and so Trip and and Reed, or sorry, Reed and Archer on the bridge are shutting things down. I did like this sort of like how it go doom doom you know, and it goes dark and then it's all red and then trip finds her and says, you got to stop what you're doing. And then they kind of have this wrestling thing that turns into a big hug eventually. Um, you know, but, uh, well, she's, she's clearly going a little off right now. So he's just trying to help her. Yeah. Um, they're, they're in this together, you know? And so he takes her back. The two interactions are actually pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, uh, and then they have the conversation with Trip over here of the, the calm here. Like, you got to stop her from breaking out of everything. She's getting through every security override we have. You know, like there's an door she can't. When he was on the screen, though, I, I kept getting flashbacks of uh, uh, 2001. I can't yeah. do that, Dave. I can't do that, Dave. Uh, yeah. So. Oh yeah, and then he wants to, he has to sedate her, right? So he, he well, just, they they said it's better for both of them to be sedated, sedated because in case anything but happens, Trip like, has to sedate himself. <laughs> Trip has to sedate himself, but he hesitates and he goes, "Well, what if I never wake up again? What if this is it?" Which yeah. there's a chance of that uh, actually here, but you know he doesn't really have a lot of choice, and he does it, of course. Um, Fox and, is basically like, "Ah, just shut up and do it." Basically, yeah. doctor's orders. I do. I did like. After he shoots himself with it, blocks is like, you might want to sit down or lay down quickly. Yeah. It's yeah. Those it's those little things that are in this episode that are not in other episodes that yes. make this seem like like a coherent crew that knows each other and likes each other yes. and has and relationships with each other. The interaction is actually written well in this episode, yeah. which is yeah, I know you can't say for a lot of episodes of this show. Yeah, no, compared to that episode we watched last week, which we, most of us didn't like really, um, this is much better, um, you know, and so on the bridge, oh, so on the bridge, uh, Organian Mayweather keeps pushing, like, maybe we should do something, maybe we should help, maybe we should intervene, the Reed Organian says no, but he's also like, we can't have this conversation here now, you know, and he's like, I know where we can have a chat. And this was great too, how they're like, why don't we just go into the bodies of Trip and Hoshi, where nobody will be watching right um although i was kind of like trying to wonder can the organians not talk to each other if they're not in somebody's body because the, i don't you know, know that's a good uh, question it seems like they're they would be telepathic maybe, but maybe maybe they're like you know they're like trills and they have to like actually have a host because he because later on archer says why don't you just talk to us and like well talking's too limited but then these two are here but that's all they do yeah yeah Anyway, so I thought that, you know, so now we have Hoshi uh, or Linda Park and, you know, uh, Connor Trenier playing the two Organians. Uh, talk about how they actually feel pain from this disease and how comfortable, how much it sucks. And, well, and uh, I think this is the turning point for for the veteran one, because the veteran one, I don't think realized this was happening. So it almost, to me, made him more compassionate, I think, later on. A little bit, or gave him a little bit more empathy, um, yeah. which didn't exist previously. It's it's clear the, or the other, the younger Organian or the junior Organian. He's got empathy, yeah. Some empathy, but the other one is more of a it's, robot. So it, It's also interesting that they're trying to figure all this out, and they, they're observing the humans or different species, but they've never actually gone into the bodies of the people who were infected before they've never been curious in 800 what years that feels like yeah you would think you would think this they is would the first time Astounding. Per perhaps that's the effect part of observer effect maybe anyway and so they're having this conversation and then flocks finds it on he's watching it sick bay yeah, he's, he's like, like what the hell these two are up and they should be these dead two should basically be, <laughs> these two should be unconscious and he's watching them stand and have a conversation um, I gave even, them enough horse tranquilizer to practically kill them. What are they yeah. doing? I, I liked how they kind of knew that they were being observed. They could feel that, yeah, you know, and then, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden, like uh, Archer and DePaul show up. Now they're the Organians and they're here to, uh, well, they're trying to do his ass. control now, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to neuralize him and raise they his know that, They know that he knows. Yeah. <laughs> but they explain a few things here, but how easy it is to change the memories of, uh, of these people once they've inhabited them. So they never remember any of this, yeah. you know, um, they don't, it's not like they have a complete 
blank space of time. It's you know, just a... the only thing that this episode needed was a random extra bridge bridge member, like they did in that TNG episode. Like who? Uh, you know, oh, that... McDuff. McDuff, yeah, McDuff, yeah. Oh, uh, then we would know he didn't belong there. Yeah, uh, that would have been funny. Yeah, clearly it's McDuff. Um, he's not normally on this show. Would it be yeah. even better if it, they actually use the same actor for McDuff? Yeah, in this as well, and then it turned no. out the whole time McDuff was actually one of these. No, because then it wouldn't be a bottle episode anymore, and then it'd have a That's guest star. True. So, um, but, uh, but I do like how Phlox calls out there, you know, he's like, your behavior is appalling. And you, you know, because they, they explain we didn't make the virus, but we're, we're fine with letting you die from it. And we're not going to intervene into that. Right. So, and they're, they, you know, they erase everything and tells them off and then they walk away. Um, uh, and I guess Archer is the younger Organian. So he's still questioning things to Paul tells them, nope. We gotta see this through. So I wonder if actually T'Pol was the senior one in the other in the other when side. when he was and he was Flox. Yeah, I'm wondering if yeah, they were. I think you might be right about that. Yeah. Um, back on the bridge, of course, Flox now has his memory erased, as does Archer and T'Pol. Um, and so they don't remember any of this, but they see that their their light signs are failing, that they're they're uh, on their way out. Uh, and they need to try to do something. So they come up with this plan. They're gonna put on environmental suits and try to go treat them uh directly because they can't do anything for them when they're separated by the wall reed and mayweather are observing them uh i guess they're the, it's just the command center is that where they are i haven't seen it since season yeah three. i think so yeah yeah looks like it um they don't use that as oh much that thing. big ass screen it's got to be the command center yeah it's got to be the command center yeah at least they still use that room sometimes um or maybe, or maybe well the organians do oh those are games yeah that's true <laughs> Uh, so in sick bay, they've moved uh, Hoshi and, and Trip over, um, and Flox is like, I can't treat them in these suits like, with these gloves on, and and Archer's like, Watch right here, I'll take my gloves off and I'll infect myself in the process um, to be your hands. And they try to yeah, if something like this happens. I always think of like season one Archer and how much of a dick he was. It's like, yeah. oh, he's so nice now. He's always trying to sacrifice himself. He's always trying to help now. Yeah. He's so. got a real Malcolm complex going on. He does. He's trying yeah. to die every he's day. himself all the time now. Oh, he's one, you know, Captain's got to sacrifice himself for his crew. Jump, jumping from explosions and stuff. Yeah, he injects her with this thing. Um, and then they keep giving her, like, the shocks uh, with the, um, you know, like, the, like kind of clear. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. you, like you could have you done that with gloves on. I think so too. I think I, it wasn't yeah. necessary. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they, they come up with this thing, they keep trying and eventually she dies. Oh, she actually dies in this episode. Um, as does trip, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. So then they move on to trip, uh, again, the Organians watching the command center, uh, the Mayweather one says, we got to do something. We gotta, we can't let this happen. Uh, they put um, they put Trip briefly into that uh, oven thing, and then they pull him out of that, and uh, then they keep trying to revive him. Is I this... did like Archer during this episode. This part oh, is, though, is this so where Flox leaves? Where he's like, "You can't do anything more here." So yeah, basically, he just, and, and now and now Archer's like, "I'm going to die in a few hours too." After this, so yeah. this is the scene I think uh, Kevin mentioned he liked. Where where this is where uh, Archer yeah. calls up up to to Paul. To say, I think you've been you've been watching, and you know that I'm gonna die. Yeah, and you're the new captain. He's saying his goodbyes. He's saying his yeah. goodbyes. Well, he says he says by the end we, we'll have at least one more conversation before I die. But um, okay. you know, he's like, you're you know, don't let uh, Admiral Gardner uh, not make you the captain if I'm dead. So yeah, uh, try don't let them bring in somebody new. Um, and uh, you know. And trip and she's like well if trip wakes up can you let him know because he's my boyfriend or kind of on again off again you it's complicated um but uh you know can you let me know and he so won't we change his facebook status yeah so and then uh he says sure and then so they end their conversation and then so basically we we see trip slowly stop breathing here until he dies yeah. archer with him for this uh and watches him go um dead from this virus and then all of a sudden his vitals start coming back. He's like, that's weird. Um, huh? Uh, and then he sits up 
You know? He's like, I've seen enough zombie movies to know what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, I think he starts explaining things that, that you know, he's who yeah. he is. Then, then Linda Park sits up, you know, as the Arcadian, which is great too. Um, yeah, she's and, like, you're breaking all the protocols. You're breaking all the protocols. He's like, I'm defying the protocol. You know, and she's going on and on, and Archer's like, what the hell? Well, at this point, he's just like, okay, I guess this thing really fucks with your head, too. Yeah. I've seen people get, <laughs> seen and everything people get up and walk, walk but he, around. He's and like frozen in amazement, though. I, I just liked how he did that. I thought that was good. Yeah, and as he starts to piece together what's going on, he gets more, he gets upset, he gets angry, but then he, he becomes... Uh, he starts pleading with them because he's like, you're the only ones who can help here. You can bring my crew back. You can bring these two back, you know? Uh, and, she, you know, he, she's like, or oh, she is the Organian says like, well, why would we do that? And, you know, uh, how would we ever learn about you if we, if we didn't do this experiment? And he's like, talk to us. Like that's <laughs> inefficient. Whoever cared Try about that. Call. <laughs> Have you tried a phone call? You know? Uh, but, uh, you know, but, uh, trip keeps, you know, he's, the trip organian is very uh resolute and archer has to make a plea about how he doesn't want to interfere in the affairs of other species and you know to be more of a observer and all that yeah. um and he he manages to convince them i guess and then we come back to the bridge uh where flocks and to paul are and then they get a call where from archer he's like i don't know what the hell dang happened but everyone's back to life and we're all good so and then like I thought that this was a little bit too neat and tidy for uh, Flocks and the gang because there because this she was definitely dead. Um, so, yeah, but in Star Trek, they have to be dead for like fifteen minutes, right? Um, and yeah. they have to not know about the Organians, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just like just like Ransom told us in the last episode of Star Trek Lower Decks. Well done, Mr. Boimler. You never forget your first death. Only more and more dangerous missions from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the Twin Peaks style room that he yes. goes to when he dies? Yes. That, yeah, I love that. That. <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. Um, yeah, so everyone's happy. And then we get the final scene in the turbo lift between the Organians, uh, again, by uh, you know Mayweather and Reed. Who says we got a whole new era here? You know, and we're uh, I'm, I'm we're, we're starting a whole new leaf with these humans. Um, he's holding his hands behind his back. Mayweather is uh, looking very confident and resolute, and what in the path they, decisions they made. He's happy. And, and then they just kind of you know, and then they say we're gonna have to start uh, first contact preparations, which I think the the Reed Organian says wouldn't have happened for thousands of years, right, or a couple hundred yeah. years, but we know yeah. it will happen. In Arena, uh, the episode where, where, yeah. where Kirk fight, fights the Gorn, and they will make first contact then. So in about 100 years. Yeah. Um, no, I thought the Organians were... Oh, no. Aaron, Aaron no, McMurphy. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, the Organians. Yes. I'm confusing my non-caporeals. Uh, sure. Who are the ones in Arena? Uh, oh, don't those are... Uh, that's going to bother me now. Uh, that, that's not the Draconians, is it? Uh, they were called like remember how he's like you look like so. a you look like an angel boy or whatever. Dude. Yes, yeah. Who shows up at the end after he's done finding the Gorn? Uh, Metrons. Metrons. That's. I'm it. confusing the Metrons with the Urganians, but they're kind of like the same similar deal. Not yeah. a corporeal, like to observe. Aaron of Mercy is also the introduction of the Klingons. Correct. Thank you, Sam. It um, is. All right. I wish they did an episode with Trelane. Like, yeah, that's one thing they never did on Enterprise, was to my knowledge, or like uh, a Q. Like, yeah. with, I don't. Know. Well, I think if you did Q in this timeline, I don't think it would work because the whole point of Q in in Next Gen is this is his introduction to humans, right? Or him so, revealing himself to humans for the first yes, time. yeah. I guess uh, more that's probably a better way so, to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I. Uh, and Sam asking, did you know in season five of Enterprise there was going to have a Cloud Minders episode? The Cloud yeah. Minders. From if if you look at what was going to happen in season five, it sounded like it was going to be amazing. Yeah, they had all there these was ideas. a whole bunch of shit that was supposed to be happening. Well, maybe if they had spent less time wasting around on cowboy episodes, then they wouldn't have maybe. been canceled. Yeah. The, cloud, the Cloud Minders. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the troglodytes. The troglodytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drew my myself. Um, right on. Okay, well, who's doing the fun facts, guys? Who's on that? Oh, that's a good point. I, I think we just did. did. Was that the fun no. facts? All right. Not all of them. <laughs> all right. Give me a second. Talk about something else among yourselves, gentlemen. Okay. Um. Yeah, like this was this was a well written, well acted episode. Um, which was nice. Yeah, it was nice, and it, uh, in the this is definitely when we have to give it to them at the in the ratings a Hoshi and Mayweather episode <laughs> for sure, but, but also not. Even All right, we ready? Yep, there isn't that many of them actually. We already covered one of them. The Organians were first introduced in Aaron Mercy, nineteen sixty-seven, set over a hundred years after the date of this episode. Uh, the parting uh, prediction of this episode is that they would not make official first contact with humans for 5,000 years would prove untrue. So we already covered that. But uh, the Cardassians uh, uh, were mentioned in this episode for the only time in this entire series. Uh, Cardassian Corpse was made a brief on-screen appearance in Dead Stop, uh, which is an episode from 2002, which I think is season two, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Uh, but it was not identified as such as first contact with uh, Cardassians has not taken place yet. But we're not even sure when that happens exactly. But um, in Star Trek Strange New Worlds, we did see Cardassia was on the map that Spock has. And so it's at least by the original series timeline they have. Well, and that could also just be a map that was provided by by the Vulcans, right? So you don't Maybe, actually... but but they yeah. humans may have not had contact with them yet. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe, you would think they probably would. It looked like they had. Uh, the title refers to the fact that the very act of observing a process system or living being changes its characters of nature, making the observer part of the process and changing the end result of the observation. So there you go. Uh, when trying to break the lockout code for the decon chamber, Hoshi says that math is just another language. With that, she repeats the same opinion to Paul once voiced in Voxala from 2002 when Hoshi was struggling with the equations of the alien language. So there you go. Yeah, so. uh, Math is just another language. Math is just another language. Uh, this is one of the rare episodes of Star Trek franchise which doesn't feature any credited guest stars with credits proceeding straight into production staff after the opening titles. So there you go. Is, is that such a bad thing? Like. Nope. And it, it worked out well in this, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tucker draws comparisons between his and Sato's situation uh, to the Adrama Strain from 1971, which was directed by Robert Wise, which also directed Star Trek The Motion Picture in 1979. Subsequently, the microbe infecting Tucker and Sato is revealed to be silicon-based, hexagonal, and of extraplanetary origin, which makes it very similar to the one portrayed in the film. So there you go. There was a silicon virus in th that movie? Well, it was similar to it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a virus in the movie, yes. There was? Man. In Andromeda Strain? That's kind no, of what it's oh, no, I thought you meant motion picture. Oh, no, no. He's talking about oh. Andromeda Strain. Oh. Uh, Hoshi tells Trip that uh, he could fix the warp <laughs> engine with duct tape and a pocket knife. This is an allusion to MacGyver in 1985. <laughs> he is like MacGyver. He is kind of like MacGyver. Uh, and last one I think we'll do. This is the only episode of Enterprise in which Reed can be seen manning the communication station on the bridge. So apparently he knows how to do that. <laughs> well, good for that's that's good, but it's still Reed, uh, so we still don't care. Yeah, we still don't care. Okay, well, you guys want to get into the ratings then? Might as well. All right, observer affected. Uh, I don't think Adam gave us a any kind of mail. Uh, rating, he didn't did he? yet, so we'll have to get his next week. Uh, when was the last Hoshi episode I'm being asked? Uh, let me see. Um, I'm going to say a while. Probably uh, that one that she's on the planet. Oh, there it is. Exile. Season Exile. three, episode six. So it's been a while. Yeah. And that we didn't like that episode that much. So nah, it wasn't a very good episode. Yeah. However, this is a good episode. I'm going to give this one an eight and a half. Eight and a half from Jody. Okay. Um, I will join you, Jody. Eight and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Kevin goes for the higher mark. 
Okay, and Davin, I don't think he gave us any rating. So we're at the three of us are averaging an 8.8. .8, pretty good, considering... But Davin thinks that the last week's episode was good, so I'm going to go with he probably thinks this one sucks. True. He might like it. He might. No, I get he the told... idea that he would, he would like this. I, I think, think he, he would, would like this. this. Yeah. I think he would like this, even though it, it references original series, which he's not always keen on. So... True. Uh... Well, it's right. just one species from original series. It's not like it's not like it's not know. like some kind of nostalgic. It's not uh, Spock's brain so, or something. So yeah. next week's episode, I'm only going to give you the synopsis of the first episode, but we are going to cover all three of them uh, because what, yeah. What are we three, heading into here? Three piece arc here. Uh, this is Babel One. Uh, Enterprise journeys to Babel with a Tellerite ambassador on board for peace talks with the Andorians when a distress call from Sharan is received. So, ah, this, so this is now, so wow. And there's going to be another three parter this season, too. This might be the last three parter. Oh, no, there is one more. There is there one is more three parter. Because we have this, then we have a couple single episodes, and then we have Mirror Darkly, yay. Uh, which is a two-parter. Which is a two-parter. And then we have, I think... Demons and Terra Prime, which is a two-parter kind of as well, right? Well, it is, yeah. Yeah. But uh, just so you know, six episodes until and Mirror are, Darkly. Are, right. are a fiction... What's it called? Affliction, Divergence, and Bound, are they connected as well? Or... Uh... Bound is a single episode, I think, because nice. that's with the green people. Um, okay. Oh, that's the Orion one. That's the Orion one, yeah. And Divergence is part of the. Oh no! So we have, we do have. So, so we're gonna have this next one, and then we're gonna have that Klingon one. Yes. So, oh, is the Klingon one a three-parter? Yeah, a two-parter at least. Two-parter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. it's a, it's affliction and divergence, right? I think this is what happens when you run out of money and your season, your season is already canceled. So I think you now do, you know, big, huge episodes and split them off so that way you don't have to do so many yeah. individual you make, episodes. You make, you make the best season possible. Like, why didn't they do that before they got canceled? <laughs> right. Like, oh, we got, we got, we can't give them everything good at once. Let's give them a bunch of shit and then we'll sprinkle in a good episode and give them something to come back for. <laughs> You know, but it's almost like they're like, let we're being canceled. Let's get out all of our good ideas at once. Let's yeah. make them regret it. Let's yeah. make them regret their decision to cancel us. <laughs> yeah, because if they weren't canceled, they may not have done all these three parters. They might have structured it yeah. differently. But well, know. they might have, yeah. Or maybe they just wanted to get a certain amount of things out, so they probably just stretched episodes and then got rid of some and stuff like yeah. that. They but still did twenty six episodes, so. I feel like they're just they're starting to have fun in the world of Star Trek finally, but now they yes. have this new showrunner and and whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, but it's going to be over pretty soon. So okay, so we have three parter next week. Then yep. we have a two parter. I think it's a two parter with the Klingons. Then we have a single episode with the Orions. Then we have another episode after that. I think two parter, a two parter, the the mirror one. That well, and then. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, the mirror one is after the Orion. And then we got Demons and Terra Prime, which is basically a two-parter. Which is a two-parter. And then after that, I think we have a couple singles, and then we have the one with we have near the end, which is... Well, we still have the Augments still, because there's still more Augments. That comes in the Klingon story. Is that in the Klingon story? Oh, that is in the Klingon story, you're right. Uh, yeah. And then we have Robocop as well. So. Yeah, well, that's in, the, that's in the Demons and Terra Prime one. So, uh, so we only have one two three yeah, we have four. the baby and all that okay yeah we only have six podcasts left yeah in enterprise yeah and then we're done we're almost at the end boys yeah we're six more there. and then we'll move on to something else like at, like getting back to d space nine which i know sam was asking about and uh i could use some help there so uh he hasn't asked you about a Gilligan's Island podcast recently, though. Yes, he, he is asking though. Do you think Archer, Paul, or any Enterprise <laughs> character could come onto Strange New Worlds? So I will tell you right now, there is something in the pipeline with Archer. Archer by Strange New Worlds time would be like a hundred and thirty. So yeah, it has something to do with like a time travel thing or something. That's the but only Paul could be alive. So Paul definitely is alive and at that wouldn't... point really look that old i don't think she would look as old as tapau did in amok time yeah. right so yeah. they're about the same age uh, there like is that. rumors that there's going to be something to do with archer but i don't know yeah. 
if it's actually he's going to be in the show or if it's just going to be oh there it is <laughs> <laughs> i reminded him to bother you uh it will come when all the other podcasts are done sam i guess all the podcasts in the world when they're all done yeah they're and they're all done well, i i don't think what we know what we're covering next so we'll see a skipper to a millionaire and his wife what's fun is we're also a bunch of floating heads <laughs> jody brought it up blame jody well maybe. yeah wouldn't be the first time i'm blamed for something yeah uh even today yeah, but okay. I, just to, just before we wrap up our discussion here on this episode, Observer Effect. The only thing that like, I wanted to come back to on this whole Prime Directive debate because you remember, like, there was a couple episodes, especially Next Generation, where uh, these like pre warp civilizations, and so like the Federation decides to let them die because they haven't achieved warp travel yet. Like, there's that friend that Data makes who's living on the lava planet. Oh, right? I hate that episode, right. Pen Pals. You know. Yeah. And there's the other one with Worf's like foster brother Nikolai, who Nikolai, also yeah. uh, helped save like a village of people who were going to die. And how is it that much different than what the Organians did here by you know allowing this disease to kill people and then observe it? Right, like um, right. So the ethics of the Prime Directive, I don't know. Like I think that that's that's something I think could it be a whole podcast or itself just debating what just is take that over to the cuters of Trek. I yeah. Mean. That's probably something that locuters would do, but you know, I think maybe the debate would be, um, is it, is, uh, is death part of the natural evolution of a species? Like is extinction, sorry, that the natural evolution of a species I don't think so. I think you can stop it. Not of a species, but it could be if the dinosaurs hadn't become extinct, then we never would have existed, right? So it was, it's kind of fear. like, yeah. Uh, right. But if you've got like a planet killing thing, I mean, nothing's coming back from that. No. Yeah. True. It's, it's an interesting debate for sure. Right. Like what's, what's, what's not, what's nature? What's the natural course of something? And what, and when is it right to intervene and not intervene? I think whether it be in a whole bunch of different situations, you know, not always life and death, but um, when you're, I think it's something as if once we do eventually get into space travel, we're really going to have to, if we ever meet other aliens, we're going to have to really come to grips with, um, yeah. you know, and what we would want them to do with us. Like what is our morality around it? You know, if we were in trouble, if we were going to die from a soul, I got a, like a big asteroid and some aliens could save us. And they're like, Nope, sorry. You know, <laughs> this is far too deep. We, we have a few rules about that. Yeah. No. Makes us feel a little icky. Yeah. So <laughs> if we had stopped that dinosaur asteroid, then, you know, you guys wouldn't have existed. So, oh, there we go. Um, okay. That was it. That's as deep as I'll take you, Jody. All right. We and done? then with that, we can wrap this up. All right. Wrap it up. So. Jody, live long in podcasts. This is a Star Trek channel, you know. Uh, I was aware of that. Yes. All kinds of Star Trek podcasts coming on. Different forms. Locutors of Trek just started their um their second season with a new episode. Oh. Did you listen to it? Uh it's it's about sorry, when did I post that? Um it's about failures. So check out that one. Uh, there's, 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 there's new, there's new, um, lower decks coverage. We've been covering Star Trek lower decks season four on Thursdays, on Thursdays, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those have been fun. I played one of the clips earlier. So, uh, check out those ones. Uh, Davin's been doing debates, uh, having the debate nines. I think I'm going on one soon with, uh, yeah. Heather Narduzzi and some others. Um, I know that, uh, we're going to be talking some trivia and some other, um, some other podcasts in the near future and we'll get back to star trek radio theater i think this fall so uh, just as soon as well, i'd like to wrap up big brother but we'll see uh that's still another six weeks i'd so, like everyone to wrap up big brother yeah we all. <laughs> so it's a hundred days this year it's so long and wow. we're only halfway we just got to the halfway point so uh, 
still got a little while to go anyway so uh but we're part of a federation of podcasts uh as, as we're alluding to the united federation podcast you can find us at ufpodcasts.com uh like super mater brothers podcast we are brothers covering big brother 25 and soon starting next week survivor season 45 are you guys excited no of course of course uh <laughs> can you guys as pick excited the winner? as i ever am uh the winner uh i'm gonna go with first row fourth one from the left fourth one from the left that's who i picked oh okay well there you team go. jake team dave involves jake and bruce both from the bellow tribe what do you guys think uh, i'm i'm done with that All sounds right. good man <laughs> good choice dave yes <laughs> I'm going to win it all. So, um, and uh, also covering other things there on Super Mater Brothers podcast. And check out all our, our different playlists X rated, X Men the Animated Series. They just wrapped up all of those episodes, or they soon will, um, the, of all the ones from the 90s that aired. And so they're waiting for the X Men 97 to start. So they're going to start yeah. reviewing uh, X Men movies um, uh, in the meantime. So that could be fun with Davin and Andre. Uh, speaking of Andre, he's got the Graphic Histories podcast where he does amazing audio-only interviews with people from entertainment, comic books, and uh, different places. Uh, the Hold Up podcast, a movie podcast every second Wednesday with Murphy and Davin talking about three movies in a theme. I think I'm going on in two weeks to talk about space movies, Outland and Apollo 13 and Ad Astra. So watch out for that in the near future. Oh, all uh, three of those are pretty good. We got Eamon on track where he talks music albums uh, with guests. I think Davin going on soon to talk about some some jazz or something. Um, cool. And uh, trivial debates. Uh, we have a Transformers themed episode coming up September 23rd, 2023 uh, with Jody hosting and three newcomers who I don't know. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that played out. Uh, that's coming up soon, actually. September 23rd. Next, that... next Saturday, I believe. Yeah. This, this coming Saturday. So yep. don't you dare miss it. And finally, the Hellbound podcast with Michael Chan, Alex Blackburn, back from hiatus. I don't think it's this this Saturday, is it? It's next Saturday. September 23rd is this Saturday. Oh, no, it would be this Saturday, yeah. Yeah. I guess I should probably get on, get on that. Yeah. Did you make questions yet? Oh, yeah, I sent other questions ages ago. Oh, okay, good. So anything you can... Uh, what like, What's the movie one? Uh, That's a good... Oh, um who would you choose to revoice one of the characters from the original 1986 animated movie? Yeah. I tried to stay away from the remake movies cause they're terrible. So okay. basically we're focusing mostly on the animated movie and all of the TV shows. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a big transformers fan, but uh, there's, a, there's a lot of content there. I'd like to have stars star screen, right? Yep. Because uh, I always hated his voice, voiced by Bill Burr. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, I'm down for that. Um, Kevin, they're call, they're calling the people in the chat. They're calling for you to make a pick for Survivor. Uh, uh, third one from the left at the top. Brando. I don't know who that is. The sure. Geeky, the geeky guy. Brando. I assume it's a guy. I don't yeah. know that. I don't know them by name, Dave. Daryl. Daryl drafted him. Daryl also drafted the guy in the leopard print shirt on the in the top row. So okay, uh, well that's my pick. I don't even know yeah. who it is. All right, well, watch it's going to win it all. And of course, Sam has a girl. So let me guess, Sam, who's the prettiest girl here? Let's figure it out. Um, I'm going to go with front row, third from the right. I'd say front row, third from, or first from the left, or second from the left. Is my prediction. Are we right? Are we right? Well, I think we're picking for Sam, aren't we? He's, I think, yeah, you're going for Kim Girl here. with the purple tank top. Oh, oh, no, that ain't me. That's, uh, that's Dave's pick. All right. No, Let I didn't go. take her. Uh, yeah, the first, the first, the first one on the, on the left on the bottom row. No, but she's not my draft pick. No, but what I'm saying is that's who you thought he would pick. Yeah. I was so. just like, who's the youngest, prettiest girl? Anyway, why the hell are we talking that... about this? This is a Star Trek podcast. That's true. All right. Well, then let's get out of here. Guys. Wrap we, it liked up. The, we liked the episode. Hit the clip, Dave, and say goodnight. How's that? Sounds right. good. 
Um, I think this one is good. Maybe you've evolved into beings with abilities I can't comprehend, but you've paid a hell of a price. You've lost compassion and empathy, things that give life meaning. If that's what it takes to be advanced, I don't want any part of it. Who would? 